Peace, everyone. My name is Jasmine, and this is my journal. I hope all is well with everyone. Haven't made episodes lately because I haven't really journaled. Um, I've been doing a lot of internal work, and even though that's the time I should be journaling the most, I just haven't felt much like writing. But um, lately, I've been working on a lot of things. Consistency is one thing. So um been working on my diet, making healthier choices. You know, I'm controlling what comes in my mouth, but not only controlling what comes in my mouth, but controlling what goes out of my mouth. Like the, the foul language that I use and stuff like that, which I still curse, you know, but not nearly as much. At one point, every other word that came out of my mouth was a curse word. But just really looking at, you know, speaking intentionally versus just, you know, going off all the time. So a few weeks back um, during the meditation, um, the Spirit showed me my children. And for some reason, I just felt like I was able to spiritually connect with all my children. And I just came out of this meditation knowing that. I really need to be close to my children or closer. And um, I knew that uh, because of all the craziness that I've been through and all some of the craziest things that I've done over my lifetime, um, a lot of the choices that I made definitely drove a wedge between me and my children. And the crazy thing is I was told this. Um, I remember years ago I was um, arguing with Kareem. I'll never forget we were still together at this time. And he told me, he was like, "Um, I, I know you love your kids. He said, but you need to make sure that they know. And I was like, well, I tell them every day. And he was like, well, you know, basically he's like, Jazz, you don't. You you tell them, but you don't really show them. He was like, you're you're your provider, and you think that you know putting a roof over their head and feeding them is showing them love. And he said, um, you know, kids don't always understand that. And I didn't get it, of course, at the time. I was in survival mode, so I was working maybe up to sixteen hours a day at this time. I was a new nurse, and um, I had to took on added on extra care to take care of my mother. So a few weeks back, I think what prompted this was my brother called me and he was like, you know, you never call anybody jazz. You don't call me. You don't talk to anybody. You know, you'll call dad every once in a while. And he was like, I'm tired of being the one to reach out to everybody and call everybody. You know, I shouldn't be the only one doing that. And I feel like he was right. You know, I think um, because I'm not close to my brothers or my dad. My mom's gone. Um, I'm not close to much of my family, so I said, you know what, okay. The crazy thing is I had already began doing it, um, just, you know, sitting down. I always spend time with the two youngest ones because they're still little, so they're always kind of up under me. And um, my two youngest kids, they're aggressive. They're like, oh, you're going to spend time. You're going to love me, you know. <laughs> they're going to come lay on me. They're going to get in bed with me. They're going to kiss on me. That's just how my two youngest girls are. You know, no matter what mood I'm in, I'm going to get some love from them. 
And I learned a lot from them, too. I learned a lot about myself, you know, and how they perceive love. And I also learned a lot watching their relationship with their father because um, he's very much a, a nurturer. You know, he's going to hug you. He's going to let you know he loves you. He's going to spend time with you. So I learned a lot from that. Um, I was my oldest son, who is 22, getting ready to be 23. He was in town visiting. I had flew him into town um, because he needed dental work done. And I was not happy because even after my insurance coverage, I had to spend a lot of money on his teeth. So it basically, I'm a little Christmas money I was saving and everything, just to make sure the kids had, you know, some gifts and all the birthdays I got coming up at the end of the year. All of our birthdays, most of us, except for one kid, which is my 18-year-old, our birthdays are between October and January. So there's like eight or nine birthdays. So, but I spent it on him. So I was already kind of frustrated, even though it wasn't his fault. You know, um, but for other reasons, financially, you know, that I had to help him with some things that he should have probably been responsible for kind of drove my frustration. But his teeth. Yeah, I, I he's a he's a college student. I insure him. He's in my insurance. So I try to make sure, you know, his health is taken care of. So when we were when I was taking him to the airport, he used it as an opportunity to kind of air some of his grievances out. He kind of told me about how he felt about some of my actions when he was younger and how he feel about me now and about the fact that, you know, when he was, you know, playing basketball coming up, I went to some games, but a lot of them I missed because I had to work, you know. And also, I'm just going to be straight 100 right now. A lot of them I made excuses. I just, I got tired. I didn't want to go. You know, or I was partying when he, especially when he was younger. I slowed down after I met Kareem, but I would party all week. We would, me and my friends would go out and party. So I missed a great deal. And also, you know, for from the ages of between maybe two and six, maybe 18 months to six, he didn't stay with me. He stayed with his uh, great-grandmother for a while. Peace and blessings be upon um his great-grandmother, she took care of my son for me. Um, I put her on my altar when she passed away, too. Oh, that woman didn't like me. But I put her on my altar because I was grateful um, for who she was. And now I understand why she kind of had issues with me. Because I was, I was tripping. I was. I was tripping, tripping. I mean, smoking weed, drinking, running around. So if I wasn't working, I was partying at one point. After that... When I went to nursing school the first time, he stayed with my mom. I had support through nursing school. Even though I had to support them financially, I had support. My mom watched them. She took them. I called my mom and said, I want to go to nursing school. She said, okay, send them. So the second time I went to nursing school, um, I was more hands-on with the kids. They were home with me. I had support of, you know, Kareem, and we just made it work until I finished nursing school the second time. But... His first eight to ten years, you know, I I wasn't present like I should have been. And there was no excuse for why I couldn't be. So I had to take accountability for that when he was expressing himself. So there are some things that I am very not proud of as far as myself. And I have to forgive myself for those things. But I really wanted to make peace with him. So that conversation was a painful conversation. 
but I allowed him to express how he felt because I know it was important. And he wasn't disrespectful. You know, he just he just said how he felt. It kind of rose to a head when he he gave an interview and um, it was like for college. And during the interview, the way he expressed himself, it was like he was on his own. You know, he had all these siblings that he wanted to set an example for and take care of, take care of. He had to do everything by himself and that of this and that of that. It was just like it was an interview. Basically, he felt like. He had he had made it all the way to where he was without any support. And I'm just like, oh, hold on. You had support. You had you had you had your, your grandparents. You had me, you know, and it triggered me. So first I had to figure out why it triggered me before I, you know, talked to him. And it triggered me because a part of me felt like I was neglectful at one point in his lifetime. That's why it triggered me. Because if it wasn't true, it wouldn't have bothered me. So that triggered me. Um, so I had to sit down with myself and say, okay, where did you neglect him at? And I was very aware of everything that I've done over the years. Like, you know, not being there, running around. I was in an abusive relationship. You know, I had to remember that he was he's my oldest, so he was present with me through a lot. So I had to give him grace. And I had to call myself out on my own bull, per se, which was even hurtful because it's hard to face yourself when you do the work. You know, a lot of people, it's easier for them to get mad at other people and blame other people when at the end of the day, you got to look at yourself. If something triggers you or something becomes a sore spot, you got to look at yourself. So I called my son and I told him how I felt, you know. And I said, that really really, really hurt my feelings. And he said something to me that um, I'll probably never forget, but he was just like, mom, I didn't even know you had feelings. He said, I didn't know you cared. He said, you show no emotion. And it's crazy how everything that happens always circles back to my childhood, you know, because of the abuse that I had experienced in childhood. I have somehow become a professional at suppressing my emotions. And it's to the point to where people that I love the most and people that are the closest to me, they don't, they can't really, they, they, they don't know. So in his mind, somewhere along the line, he felt like I never cared about him or loved him because he felt like I never showed emotion. And he said, like, even though I tell him that I love him all the time and I'll hug him and I'll kiss him and I'll love on him. He he told me that my energy comes off very detached and he just never felt like I truly care. He just felt like I took care of him because I had to, not because I wanted to. You know, and another thing I've never done was just to completely be honest with him. So I just sat down and I just poured my heart out. You know, he's old enough now and. Something inside of me was like, you know what, just tell them, tell them about your past because my kids, they don't know. You know, my 20 year old daughter knows. And the only reason why I shared it with her is because she she had she had something similar happen to her. But I sat down with them and I talked to them and I said, hey, you know, this is my life. This is what happened to me. This is what happened in this relationship that you didn't see. You know, this is what happened, you know, when we were growing up as kids. 
to kind of explain to him, you know, and he was like, you know what, it makes, it makes, it makes a lot of sense now. So once I explained to him how I became the way I am today, it, it made perfect sense. You know, I also realized during that conversation is that, you know, I get angry for him for being, he acts a lot like me. And it's crazy because I had a conversation with Kareem not too long ago and we were joking. I said, well, which one of my kids you think act, act the most like me? He was like, DJ, I would think that they would have said like, you know, my uh, 13-year-old daughter. And he was like, not nah, him. Y'all just, you're very, you could be very stoic, you know. We do act alike. Um, we, that conversation did end well. Uh, we were able to hash out a lot of stuff, but I can tell that it's going to be a lot of work to repair that relationship. And, you know, cause my son, he'll go weeks without calling me. He only call me when he needs something. Can you cash at me some money? Or I'm low on cash or I'm coming into town. Can I use your car? <laughs> it's never like a, or I need a flight. <laughs> it's never like a, Hey mom, how are you? So I expressed how I felt about that too. But then I also realized something about myself. I don't necessarily jump off, jump jump through hoops to call him either. You know, I make I make sure I would make sure I'm in contact with him either, but I didn't make the effort to like actually sit down and dial his number or shoot him a text every day. So I had to check myself again. Like I'm sitting here getting mad at him. Like you don't call me, you don't come to me, but I'm not coming to him. So the best thing that I can do is to set an example. So I knew that there there needed to be reshaping with all of my ch- my whole family. So what I did was I okay, I said I'm going to call dad at least 3 4 times a week. I'm going to call my brother James at least 3 4 times a week. You know, I'm going to call my brothers just to say hi to him, them to let them know that I love them. Um I started back cooking on Sundays and letting them know, "Hey, I cook, y'all can come over and get a plate" cuz that's also something that I used to do a whole lot uh, when I was with Kareem. I cooked a lot. I would cook on Sundays and holidays and my brothers would just automatically come over. I stopped. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I cook again. Today I got to spend a little time with my older brother. He came by and I cooked some food and we sat down and we talked. And I cooked for my um, pregnant daughter. She has cravings. So every Sunday I ask her, what is she craving? And I fix it for her. This today was um, cowboy skillet. Which is, um, you can find the recipe online. It's very simple to make, but it's very good. So I'm like, oh, good. She's simple this Sunday. Because the last time she was a bit complex with the meal, she had me like chop it down in that kitchen. So I made a big pan of that. And she came by and she got her food. And I um, kept my grandson this weekend. And I intentionally sat down and spent time with my grandson. I think the only time I left was to really run errands. But I had a good time with him. He made me laugh because he's so funny. And, you know, I made sure I called my family. I was on um, Andrew's show this morning. He has a podcast called The Life Review. It airs on um, Sundays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, um, you know, you can you can get on there and you you ask him questions. I always tell people, if you can talk to him personally, take advantage of it because... He's he's very powerful. He has a lot of wisdom. He's been doing this for 20 plus years. 
so and he knows how to um you know give advice on how to help you or give guidance and the man charges three hundred dollars an hour so if you you know if you can you know talk to him for the free briefly um I would say get on the life review. Another good way that you can be connected to him is through our um our accelerator community. And I just did an episode about our accelerated accelerator community recently. So you can go back and listen to that. But anyhow, you know, he made a valid point. He said as long as I had asked about my son today and he said, you know, as long as you can say that you've done everything that you could to restore that relationship then, you know, that's all you can do. And then he talked about communication and compromise. You know, I knew that in order to establish a close relationship with my children, I would have to take some steps forward. And I had to communicate. But also, whenever you're trying to compromise something, you're compromising with another party. The other party has to be willing to compromise too. And I don't think my son is quite there yet, but I think he's getting there because... He has been calling me more. So that shows me that he's making the attempt. So all is not lost. And I'm trying to be very cautious not to do anything damaging to damage our relationship. So all is not lost yet. And um, I'm going to continue working that relationship. So ending this, my question for you, is there anyone in your life that you feel like um, you're not as close to as you would like to be? You know, have you had your, those honest conversations with yourself? Have you had those honest conversations with people, those people? Because their perception of you can be something that you don't even realize or notice. You know, my 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 past, my crazy, wild past and my the abuse I you know suffered as a child has I have carried into every relationship I've had. And that includes my relationship with my mom and my dad, because I wasn't very close with them. My relationship with family members, my relationship with my children, my relationship even with coworkers. I'm very detached at work. I don't get close to people. Coworkers invite me to stuff all the time. I don't go because I just don't. I'm very closed off, you know, and I can be the type of person where it's hard for me to really trust others. So... Is there anyone in your life that you feel like you need to make peace with? I also want to make a valid point by saying making peace with someone does not mean that you have to talk to them or be in their life all the time. Have you made peace with the decision that that you made regarding this person? Prime example if you choose to never in life speak to somebody, have you made peace with the fact that you decided to never speak to that person again? If you decide to, you know, try to make amends to someone and they choose not to communicate with you or come back in in your life or be close to you, have you made peace with the fact that you've done everything that you could to repair that? So the the key is, I think I'm on a mission right now in my spiritual growth to where as I'm healing, I want, I need to, something inside of me is telling me, okay, Jazz, you're healing. It's time for you to make peace. 
Make peace with everything that's happened to you. Make peace with everything that's going to happen to you. Make peace with everyone that you've ever encountered, whether it was not so good or whether it was great. It's time to make peace with all of those those things. It is not necessarily for those people, but it's more for yourself. I've made peace with people that I've that I haven't spoken to in years and I will never speak to again, but I've made peace with them and I've made peace with what happened. Okay, that doesn't mean that you have to open up to allow these people to hurt you, but you have to make peace with it. And it's 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 nothing against children because I'm pretty sure there's things that I've done that my kids will never forget because I was something else. And even though it hurts me to say it because I'm still making peace with it, I own up to it. I was not the I am not the best parent. If you have a parent of the year award, I'm not going to I ain't going to make that list. I'm not going to hold y'all. I am not going to make that list, you know, um, but there are certain things that I had to make peace with. I also have to protect myself, too, because as I have intentionally, unintentionally, whatever the word is, caused pain to everyone close to me by being suppressing my emotions, being closed off, being detached, not giving an F. You know, because my model used to be the G, you got a place to live, you're warm, you got to, you know, it's just, oh Lord, I was terrible. You know, there's a lot more that this, you know, parenting is a lot more layered and it's a lot more deep, especially when it comes to loving your children. But anyhow, the point I was making is that just like um, they've built mechanisms to protect themselves from any harm that I may have caused them in their life and harm that I have caused. It's the same thing for me. I have to protect myself from other people. And I am very vulnerable when it comes to my children. Extremely vulnerable. So I have to protect myself at the same time too. So some relationships can be very delicate. Anyhow, I've gone over my time as I always do. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. It is Monday morning, about roughly 3 a.m. I don't know why I'm up, but I'm up and I wanted to do an entry. So don't forget to love on yourselves. Start making peace with, you know, others that you've had problems with. Don't stop carrying stuff with you. Make peace with it. Even if you decide to separate from somebody, not talk to them no more or, you know, try your best to make amends, make peace with whatever happens, no matter what it is. Just make peace with it.